Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, it's Sam with Wrestling Overtime and this is your news and thoughts for February the 1st, 2021. And Rickside News was reporting that uh, the women's Royal Rumble was produced by T.J. Wilson, Adam Pierce, Chris Park, and Pat Buck. Now, I'm used to seeing T.J. Wilson and Pat Buck's, um, I guess, um, their matches and how they put them together. But um, real interesting to see the names Adam Pierce and Chris Park there. And what turned out to be a fairly exciting women's Royal Rumble. Um, I was excited to see all of the different surprises. Um, there were quite a few, almost, oh my gosh. Um, I did get tired of Carmella and her sommelier. Um, trying to think. Victoria was wonderful. What is up um did Bailey want to do a bump fest or did um TJ Adam Chris and Pat decide that uh Bailey since she got the number one spot was just going to take bumps like crazy guarantee you she is sore today um it seemed like every time um Someone was coming in. They were grabbing her and and just bumping her all over the place. Um, great to see Rhea Ripley uh, come in and actually show her dominance. Um, originally, I thought Rhea Ripley was going to be on Raw. Now. I've been saying for, gosh, two, three months now that she needs to be on SmackDown. That they already have the uh, resident badass over on Raw, which is Shayna Baszler. And that SmackDown needs theirs. So I would love it if she ended up on SmackDown. Only problem with that is we know in the next couple months... If not, if Vince gets it in his head two weeks from now, uh, we have no idea. But Becky Lynch is coming back, and she will be on Raw. And 
So I think you've got to put Rhea Ripley on Monday Night Raw. Or I guess you can put them together. That would be a heck of a battle that I would was hoping we would probably get later. Um, but who knows? Um, the men's Royal Rumble was produced by Jamie Noble, Shane McMahon, and Jason Jordan. Now, I think Shane O'Mac is a surprise to me. I absolutely love it that he has stepped in and really got involved with the Royal Rumble, especially with a lot of the older superstars coming back and all of the surprises that they gave us. I thought it was outstanding. I don't know who thought of it. I'll give props when I find out who thought of it. But having Edge and Randy Orton go at each other in the beginning and having Edge basically tear up his knee, um, I thought was wonderful. I thought that really set the target and made me want to continue watching because I knew Randy was going to come back. And I was still unsure whether The Fiend was or whether we were going to get a surprise appearance by Miss Bliss setting over maybe on the barrier or something to go along with that story. Loved Christian coming by. Um, so extremely, I, I can't say enough about Jamie Noble and Shane McMahon and Jason Jordan, how they set this up. And I know it's up to the wrestlers to decide what movements they're going to do, when they're going to rest, when, you know, they're going to get involved with each other, and when they're going to take center stage. But still, getting them in and out of the matches has to be rough. Now, Vince McMahon wasn't at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. He was on the phone, you know, with Tropicana Field all day, and during the actual pay-per-view. And I'm sure his mind was other places with his older brother passing away on January 20th. I'm sure that that has to be extremely hard on him, and he has a lot of family obligations that he had to take, you know, and take care of. I'm glad that Shane was down there and was helping Triple H. Um, I haven't seen anything where Stephanie was, but I'm sure she was either helping her father at home or down at Royal Rumble. But down in Florida, on the floor, we had Kevin Dunn running the production, and of course Bruce Pritchard was the lead from the writer's perspective. Um, I... Sometimes I want to just scream his name and hope that he will hear me choking him um, through this podcast sometimes because of the writer's perspective. I pray that the new vice president, Christine, I believe her name's Lumard, um, I had it around here, um, gives some guidance and gets that process more streamlined 
maybe actually gets the process a process. Um, Triple H, however, ran the show. That does not surprise me. He seems to have a feel for that, of, you know, timing issues, and what to say to talent before they go through the curtain or when they're coming back from the curtain to keep them motivated, either by getting on to them or by telling them how great of a job they're doing. And so we, in the future, may be seeing that. Um, me personally, I would like to see Triple H not take on maybe both shows, but teach Daniel Bryan to run one while he runs the other, or they could flip-flop. They could also share pay-per-view duties and really get rest, which is, I think, what causes some of the distractions and problems with WWE. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about one of the problems. The major malfunction that caused me to throw a pillow at my TV and want to hurt people was the botch. Royal Rumble University Universal title match. Um, Kevin Owens should be the Universal Champion. He got the handcuffs that Roman Reigns is so famous, him and his cousin Jay, uh, for using. And he got Roman back by handcuffing him to the lighting rig so low to the ground that Roman could not stand up in a last man standing match. Kind of like Kevin Owens couldn't get out of the cage because he was handcuffed too far away from getting his feet on the floor. Um, they ended up solving this problem by having Roman take out a referee. He then hit Kevin Owens with a low blow. Of course, Paul Heyman ran out with keys to unlock Roman, and they sent out another ref who started counting. The problem was... I don't know if someone told the referee, hey, you need to stop counting because we have figured out Roman is not going to get free in time. Or the referee just stopped counting. I have a funny feeling someone was yelling in his ear to stop. Whoever that someone is, I would like to punch in the face. Because... Remember, it was a big deal, gosh, a month and a half ago, where Vince McMahon came out and said, we tell our referees to call it as a shoot. It is the wrestler's job to get back in the ring. It's the wrestler's job to stand up. It's the wrestler's job to kick out. If they do not do that, that is not our referee's fault. And we've seen that happen on numerous occasions in the last six weeks. They've actually restarted two matches because wrestlers did not get back in the ring in time. And 
the, you know, referee called it as a shoot and either called a count out or called the double count out. Well, this should have been called as a shoot. Roman did not make it to his feet. And Kevin Owens should be the universal title holder. Now, your writers and Bruce Pritchard has been around for God knows how long, 50 years. Um, surely they can write a storyline out of that. Of making Roman tear things up and him want to put Paul Heyman through a wall. It might have made a more interesting storyline. Um, I don't know why they did not run with that. I know Vince McMahon did not want Roman Reigns to lose the title before WrestleMania 37. I know that they have the big plan with him taking on Edge and going spear versus spear. Whatever. He can win it back. We have two pay-per-views in between. That's fine. Or Edge and Roman, do they really need a belt? I... I don't think that they need a title. I think that's a big enough match that definitely doesn't need a title. But you guys need to tell me what you think about that. Uh, write me at wrestlingovertime at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about that. Should that have been called as a shoot? Should Kevin Owens be the champion right now? Now, uh, Brian Alvarez of Wrestling Observer Radio teased that quote, you might see a new look to the fiend unquote when he returns now for those of you who have said hey sam we listen to you we've been listening to your your different episodes and you were talking about edge and the fiend going to have a match at royal rumble well that's everything that i was hearing everything i was reading and it looked like a interesting turn happened about three weeks ago. Um, the Alexa Bliss storyline caught fire. Um, yes, that pun was attended. Um, her getting so much reaction, you know, the Raw after the pay-per-view where she begged Randy Orton to set her on fire. She poured gasoline over her, and he showed compassion, something that we haven't seen very much from the Viper. If ever, in his 20 years in wrestling, something about that caught the fans' imagination. It caught my imagination. It has been one of the main reasons why I can make it through a Raw. Because God knows I don't want to see any more retribution and I don't want to see the Hurt Business. But they seem to want to show them to me constantly. Um, so, you know, thankfully I get to see Drew McIntyre and or Randy Orton in the beginning. Sometimes they show some backstage stuff. Um, I get to see Alexis Playground and then usually they're on at the end and that is what keeps me going through a three hour raw in order to bring that to you. But, um, I, I kind of like where the Alexa Bliss 
uh, storyline is going. I told you guys about two or three months ago. I really would like to see Alexa Bliss become something we've never seen before. Some kind of evil entity that has the powers that the Fiend had and could possibly make her own faction. Um, I'm still rooting for that. Um, next news item. Uh, Wrestling Incorporated reported that Cesaro's WWE contract will be ending after WrestleMania 37 in April. Really? Is this why he's getting wins now? Is this the reason why he's all of a sudden on TV? Is this why they're having it pound, pounded into our heads that Cesaro is pound per pound the strongest wrestler in WWE? I mean, he has beaten Daniel Bryan. Now, am I excited about that? Yes, I was tremendously excited. I was marking out. I love Cesaro. But I hope that he does not fall for this. I think he's very smart. Um, I hope he plays everybody against each other. And I hope he gets the best contract at the best company for him possible do i think he stays with wwe probably his friends are there um he knows how things work however i would love to see him go to another company and then push him to the moon because i feel like he is just so underrated and i think that because his contract's running out we're going to see a lot of cesaro but once he puts his name on that dotted line, then Baba goes Cesaro back down to the mid card, back down to where we see him once a month, and I hate that for him. Uh, Mustafa Ali, you know, he's also always one of my favorites. He tweeted after the Royal Rumble. To welcome back all of the, quote, senior citizens, unquote, who will take away opportunities from the younger and hungrier WWE superstars. Well, WWE hasn't made any younger and newer and hungrier superstars. Even what's in NXT is a little older. Uh, I know I was listening to Dave Metzler of Wrestling Observer Radio, and he was saying this was the oldest rumble ever. Um, and it was not a shock because the second oldest rumble ever was last year. And with you bringing back um, Carlito and, and Christian and Edge and of course you know the number is going to rise and I guess what did shock me was he said that Dominic Mysterio and Otis and Otis was a last minute replacement but that Otis were the only ones in the Royal Rumble the men's Royal Rumble that were under the age of 30. 
And that hit me square in the head. I was like, oh, all of the guys that I root for and that I cheer for and that I love are now over 30. And some of them in their 40s. Um, And if you go to AEW, there's one who's 50, Chris Jericho. I I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do to get younger. Because when you look at the stars of NXT and you look at Tomasa Ciampa, um, Adam Cole, Karrion Cross, Johnny Gargano, um, Kyle O'Reilly, um, trying to think. Damian Priest, I guess, has been brought up, but um, Cameron Grimes is somewhat young. But, I mean, you're looking at most of the guys that I have named over 30. They've been in the business 10, 15, 20 years. And I don't know what WWE is going to do about that. Now, according to PW Insider, um, Carlito will appear on tonight's Raw and is getting a tryout to become a backstage producer. After seeing him in the Royal Rumble, I know, I think he's 40, 41. I know that he may have thought he wanted to be a backstage producer. They may have that in mind for him. But after seeing him at the Royal Rumble, I think he's still got that fire and that passion inside of him that he wants to be a wrestler. And that he wants to try to make it happen. He's not ready to give it completely up yet. And so I wonder if they're going to give him that opportunity. Especially with the way the schedule is. Now, of course, they keep talking about after WrestleMania doing, going back to touring. Not doing the house show circuit the way they used to, but a modified house show circuit. Can some of the older guys that have come back do that? Or are they going to go strictly to part-time? I don't know. I think that's going to be interesting and something we're going to have to wait and see. Um, The WWE Network. I am excited to hear this. Um, I was so glad that WWE put out this press release. They announced they're going to release... A documentary on Goldberg. They're going to release a new WWE Untold episode about JBL and Ron Simmons, which I think is going to be interesting as all get out, especially if they can get Ron Simmons telling some stories. Because back in the day, I am almost positive JBL and Ron Simmons have a lot of stories that I want to hear. There's going to be a new Icons episode with Beth Phoenix. Unbelievable. Cannot wait for that. I am so excited about it. I can't see straight. And then they announced the newest Broken Skull session is going to be with Big E. And we all know how charismatic he is, how he likes to talk, and how Stone Cold can draw a story out of you. So I am definitely looking forward to that one. 
It was also said that they were filming at least three documentaries backstage at Royal Rumble. Now, I'm sure one of them was a day of. Um, maybe a 24 hours with Edge or 24 hours with Bianca Belair. But I love it that they're filming multiple and that when they get people in one place, like they did for the Undertaker's retirement, that they're getting interviews in for multiple, um, you know, documentaries, series that they're going to want to see. And so I am, I'm excited to see these. I can't wait to see the Undertaker uh, retirement ones. According to WrestleVotes, the mood backstage at Royal Rumble was so upbeat. They were excited. Um, you know, they found out definitely that WrestleMania 37 will be in front of live fans. And Royal Rumble starts the road to WrestleMania. And so that had to be exciting to them to hear possibly anywhere from 16 to 25,000 fans each night when they haven't really gotten to have live fans. And I bet they were upbeat. I bet they were excited. Um, Jey Uso, I noticed that, you know, he wasn't on SmackDown. It was, it was fairly obvious that he wasn't on SmackDown Friday night with Kevin Owens and, and Roman Reigns getting into it, and he didn't show up to help. But he announced for the Royal Rumble and then didn't compete. Well, according to Figure Four Wrestling Online, um, Jay Uso wasn't medically cleared for the Royal Rumble or that previous SmackDown, Friday Night SmackDown, before the Royal Rumble, the Go Home Show. They did not say, however, why. And, you know, automatically, you jump to, oh, does he have COVID? I mean, in this day and age, I think that's a lot of people's automatic thought. I'm telling you, I'm wondering if he's hurt. Um, I hope not. I hope that he is perfectly fine. Um, but some of the bumps he has taken probably over the last month, maybe four to six weeks, in this whole Roman storyline have been unreal, and I I just don't want him to be hurt. But speaking of hurt, Chelsea Green, she might actually be getting ready for her comeback. It's been reported that she has been seen working out at Robert Stone's gym with Deanna Perrazzo, Britt Baker, and Rebel from AEW. Or Reba. You guys hear me all the time. Rebel, Reba. Um, her name is Rebel. But of course, Britt Baker can't get it right, and she calls her Reba. 
So um, she's been working out with them, and she's getting some of that ring rust off and finding out what she can do in order to get medically cleared. So I can't wait for Chelsea Green to come back. I have wanted to see what she can do. Her and Tegan Knox, I, I want them to have a wonderful 2021 and hopefully – you know, injury-free, and we get to see what they've got. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about this. Um, I think it's hilarious. Um, Kofi Kingston, he has a way sometimes of uh, telling you, bringing the truth. I guess is a a good way to put it. Even though it is within storyline, because stuff Ollie has been running his mouth about Kofi and and with Kofi being hurt, him even saying, you know, he hopes he misses Elimination Chamber. He hopes that he misses Fastlane. He hopes he misses WrestleMania. And Ollie gets to take his spot and and all of that. And I know that storyline. But I also know that Kofi Kingston posted a video on Twitter. And he addressed Mustafa Ali. Um, and like I said, he was spitting some truth and I got pretty excited about it. He talked about how there were obstacles in front of people. And how sometimes people just have to get up to those obstacles and climb the mountain. And sometimes I've needed to hear this in my life. Sometimes you, you've just got to walk over to the mountain and start climbing. And he said, because you can't complain your way to the top. That's not how it works. And then why I say he was spitting the truth, because he finished it off saying to Mustafa Ali, this is just not a good look on you, dude. This, this, this isn't a good look. And he was basically saying, you don't need to be doing this. And I guess he, Mustafa Ali, is so fed up that he feels like he does. So I hope it's all storyline for his sake, because I hope he, he is not choosing to do some of this on his own. Because one day he's going to take it just a little too far, or he's going to hit the wrong superstar with a zinger. And it's going to bite him in the butt, and nothing's going to be able to save him. Because like Kofi said, you can't complain your way to the top. You've got to show them. You've got to climb that mountain. And so I don't know that retribution is the way to do it. He may want to get out of that as fast as he can, like Mercedes Martinez did. But um, he may be stuck in it for the future. I don't know. You guys need to let me know. What do you guys think? You think Mustafa is stuck in retribution? What do you think about the botch? 
I'm all for Kevin Owens being the Universal Champion now. I want to see them do a deeper layer to Roman Reigns. I want to see what he does and how he blames Paul Heyman for not getting that key in there and costing him his championship. I think that could be interesting, especially with Jey Uso out right now. Um, that that interplay can be something spectacular, especially if you've got Kevin Owens in there poking. Maybe you add Daniel Bryan, you add Edge, somebody in there saying some stuff in a promo poking. What do you guys think? Write me at WrestlingOvertime at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at WrestlingOvertime. Let me know what you guys are thinking. And I will be talking to you guys soon. And I will see you down the road. Holidays are here. And so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G. A phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who are always in the know. For the ones who keep things running. For the innovators and the problem solvers. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, experienced staff at local branches, and free access to experts to help answer your toughest questions. So whatever challenge you face, we have the knowledge and products to help. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.